This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group. Once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing funds. Learn more at ecfoundation.org. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. Who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody light me up. It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District. We are back and we are talking all things Edmonton Elks. And the CFL. Uh, of course, we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And we are also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Check out all the shows at uh, cfpn.ca. I am Andrew, and look at this. Wow, we're doing a redux of the 200th episode, I guess, because I forgot to take the logos off, but uh, we are back. We have uh, a special episode tonight because we have a little bit of news to talk about uh, and some things to actually get excited about. And, uh, you know, we've been waiting for things to be excited about, and now is the time to start chatting about those things. So uh, we have the whole gang here tonight, plus, of course, an amazing guest to talk about uh, everything that's going on. First, of course, uh, over sitting in his uh, antler corner it is the one and only super fan mike and where is it there it is there it is <laughs> it's the new jazz hands oh, for new era it's so fantastic yeah. it's so fantastic as it should be that was that was great uh how you doing super fan Ah, uh, good. It's been a pretty exciting day. My phone was down to about 5% by 2 o'clock. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> um, yeah, it was blowing up big time. So, um, yeah, I've already been online and picked out a few new items to get for the house. And, well, it's really yeah. um, That's real. right. That's how um, it should be. I had we have a jar in there for money for each of us to get some some new clothes and new gear and things like that. So uh, I figured, what better time than now? So hopefully it gets shipped out to me soon enough, and maybe by the next podcast we're wearing some of the Ooh, new gear. I know I'm I'm so super excited about that as well. Till then, I'm just happy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, ooh, so fancy, love it. It is got a printer. Okay, <laughs> nice. Also here tonight is the one and only Commissioner Kayla. How are you, Commish? I'm good. Late to the party as always because I didn't know about the name till like most of the halfway through the day, if not all the way through the day. (laughs) I had to go on social media and catch up and like all the Edmonton Elks stuff now. So I was like, oh, behind. (laughs) But we knew knew you'd get there. We knew you'd get there. That's exciting. Um, And I'm glad that you were able to just be like, hey, I can jump in and chat with you guys too. So that's fun. That is awesome. So, uh, excellent. And then, of course, joining us in our guest spot this evening, uh, one of our favorites... 
It is Mr. Dave Jameson. There he is. How are you doing, Jamo? Uh, it's great to see you guys. Uh, I thought it was going to be Elk District, but I'm glad you hung on the turf <laughs> and and well, maybe you're going to get there. I don't know, but it's it's great to be back and. Uh, uh, it feels like football's close now with the, today's announcement. It, uh, I agree with you. And I think that's one of the things that was uh, really big for today was as that came across, you realize we're, we're getting close. Like, obviously, if the announcement yeah. is coming, we're, we're, we're almost there. And uh, that makes me so excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was a shot of energy. I think not, frankly, not just people here in Edmonton and fans of, of the Elks, um, but I think CFL fans. Yeah. You know, this is big news. Like this, this was dominant newscasts and sportscasts, and you know, on TSN.ca. This is a big story, and uh, when an iconic franchise. Uh, decides that they're going to, uh, you know, shed old skin, keep the colors, but shed old skin and become something different. Um, that that that's that's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's get us all together here in one. There we are. This is lovely. Um, as you can see, uh, the 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 regular turf district is um, a little bare. <laughs> as we uh, get ready, well. uh, it's going to be. Um, you know, uh, over the next month, will it will be a few changes, and uh, I'm looking forward to having a brand new turf district in uh, in a, a mere 50 days. But who's counting? And uh, it should be very exciting to have more space and and decorate and have more. And we're, we'll almost be at the point where we can do this together, which will be exciting as well. So that's uh, we're we're headed in the right direction. That that's exciting. Um, now we have. As we said, the the fancy new name happened today. Um, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I was a bit taken aback when I got the text message at 8.30 saying, so who picked June 1st? And uh, why? Oh, wait, wait. I think I know what that's about. Yeah. Um, But I I think that kind of caught us a little bit. I mean, for me, it was two weeks too early, as we all know. But still, um, it was exciting that that had uh, that had came up. Let's let's go around the horn here, starting with you, J-Mo. What's what's your around the horn? (laughs) Around the horns? Around the antler? Should I have said that instead? Would that have been? Okay. I'm working. I'm working on all of my product placement. Come on. It's still new. It's like it's not even 24 hours old. Uh, JMO, what's your first reaction to uh, the name announcement and the logos and all those types of things? Uh, Well, first things first. Uh, Let me acknowledge, and I think a lot of people have, that this was a really, really difficult process for all of the parties involved, both the club itself you know, the two-year northern outreach and engagement that uh, probably went longer than that. Um, and, and to arrive at this point w- was was difficult. So on that level, you know, I, I, I think that that needs to be noted. Uh, yeah. I was obviously very pleased that they were going to keep green and gold. Uh, they are my favorite colors. In fact, I worked there 14 years. Um, I have an affinity, but my favorite baseball team is the Oakland Athletics, and my favorite hockey team was the California Golden Seals. And I like the Packers a lot. They all share this color scheme. So, okay, you got the colors right. Um, I like the – I had Elks, and I don't want to be that guy that says, oh, I knew this was coming. I didn't. I liked I liked Golden Eagles. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that that could have worked, or even Eagles. You know, and for those who say, but, ah, but they're in Philadelphia, I would argue there are more Eagles you will see in Alberta than you would in the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Fair. I've never been there. Yeah. True. I, 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 I think Elks – Elk or Elks it, it will be fine. I mean – 
the, the thing we have to um, r- remind ourselves is, you know, when a team launches, let's say, you know, the Seattle Kraken, when you first heard it, now they've been, you know, they're not on the ice yet, didn't land easily. Like you went Kraken, but I, I like why I need Maple Leafs or Oilers. I, it was just a little different. Golden Knights, you know, was sort of, huh? Okay. All right. We'll get, and now you just need to give it time to kind of marinate and we'll get to a point where, the name will just, it's just part of the conversation. And I was really interested. I think the logo's good. It wasn't what I was expecting. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting the cartoonish, you know, the polar bear from 96. Michael know this when they launched with that. But I thought it would be something a little more Milwaukee Bucks-like, just in the look, like it would be that, you know, kind of forward-facing. But it, it's fine. Like I, I was thinking, well, how's it going to look on my thing is how does it look on the helmet mm-hmm. on the field? And what will it look like on camera? What's it look like big on the scoreboard? It, can you put it on the field and have it kind of pop? Um, and then what's it like on merch and not just uh, no disrespect to t-shirts cause we've all got them, <laughs> but what's it going to look like in different, you know, in different pieces of, of merch, like can it live elsewhere and live and when you look at it, and that takes time, you look at it, and you go, I know what that is. Like, you don't have to explain the New York Yankee logo to many people on the planet. They go, I know that, right? right? And, and this is a team with, I mean, I know 70, what, how many years, Mike, correct me, but let's just call it 100 if you want to go way back into the annals of time. Like, that's what, the, the franchise is really old. Yes. I mean, you think about it, like, imagine if the Habs... I didn't go with the Leafs because they're still <laughs> smarting from the loss. Imagine if the Habs changed their logo. Like, people would be like, whoa, hold on a right. minute. Yeah. So that's what's happened here. Like, you've taken an iconic, successful franchise, changed its name and its brand. That ain't easy. So all I would say is give it time. And if they're green and gold and they are, um, I think you're going to be pretty comfortable when you're sitting in your seats at Commonwealth having a, a cold beer on a hot night. Oh, which we all can't wait for. <laughs> we need that part. Where's yeah. the where's the cold beer in Commonwealth? I like this idea. Uh, yeah, as Mike grabs his beer. Perfect timing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Superfan, your first reaction. I mean, I, I know you and I have talked many times that we we were kind of expecting it to be Elks or, or along those lines or Elk. Um and we've talked about that many times on the show, but uh, when when it became real, uh, how'd you feel? Uh, I felt great. Uh, I've been on Team Elks for about five years now. Uh, ever since you started getting some of those rumblings about the name possibly changing that were getting louder. Uh, we heard about it every year, every time we went to the playoffs, oddly enough, by the opposing team's newspaper, <laughs> yeah. um, saying that we should change the name. Um, but to me, I don't really care what a bunch of people that aren't affected by this are saying nearly as much as I would care about the people directly affected. And when you started hearing a lot more of their voices getting louder, uh, especially on social media, because it did affect the younger generations a lot more, I think, that were against the old name, um, I started thinking, okay, well, this is going to happen at some point. And um, being the fan of history that I am, Elks just seemed to fit. I mean, we've had about five different names over the years. Like, Jamie talked about a 100-year-old franchise. I mean, we're going back to 1908. And yeah. at that point, that's when the name first came in. 
Um, but since then, we changed names every couple of years until it went back and stuck from sort of the mid-30s on, or mid-20s on. Um, but yeah, I liked Elks for a lot of reasons. One, because of the history. But two, it's one letter removed from Esks. Mm-hmm. So you just change the S, first S to an L. You're there right now. So Go Elks Go is a really natural call for most people, I think. Um, and I just thought there was a lot of great things they could do with the branding. Um, having those, you know, they, people talk about the foam antlers as kind of goofy as they are. Kids love those things. Having an Elks call in the, in the stadium is going to be crazy. So I just thought you could do the most with it. Versus some of the other team names. I don't know what we would do with Evergolds, right? So let's all make the fern noise. Um, so, you know, it's just, uh, I think it's it's the best choice they could have made. I like how they did the launch day. I thought it was outstanding. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen it, go back and take a look at that on, on Elks, uh, a Twitter account or a Facebook account or whatever, and, and watch that thing from beginning to end. It's phenomenal. Yeah, the video was outstanding. And it yeah. really made an impact. I, I was interesting because uh, they had Kinger in it. And yeah. <laughs> wow, that's kind of cool, actually, because, and he you was know, passing. Yeah, the exactly. Passing the ball from himself. You know, that was that amazing. Is such a nice tribute, I thought, to him. And it's the, the old and the new in coming in with Kwaku. So right. I, I, yeah, I loved everything. Well, granted, I, I understand that I'm biased. Whenever they put out a video, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so, or, well, I should maybe go, ooh. Yeah. But still, it's, you know, I, I was excited about it. So, um, Kayla, you uh, you spent most of the day not knowing and then found out later in the day. But did you, on your way home, did you stop right by and pick up your new elk call so that you'd have that ready for games? or? Yes, on the way from my door, my bedroom door to my desk, right. it was. That's uh, what I mean. That's what. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> on my way home. Well, doesn't your dad have one? It's like perfect. You can just pick it up right there. Yeah, he does, see? yeah, somewhere probably has like fifty. Oh, see, you're us. you're well prepared. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Seriously, honest. You should see our garage. I could hook you all up with some antlers, <laughs> to be sure. That's good perfect. because that that's the if I had one one comment on uh, uh, i don't want to be negative today but just i had one comment that's a little bit like why in the store was there not antlers available <laughs> that should be the first thing like a hat with antlers on come on anyway uh, it, it's coming i'm sure yeah, yeah. i'm i'm pretty yes. sure the real ones are probably going to be like outlawed because they are actual that's weapons fair. <laughs> so i might have to read that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good point yeah but this, yeah, that organization, I must say, like, their advertising is exceptional. Those videos, like, year after year, they keep getting better, and, like, the goosebumps always come, and it's just, like, oh, I wish I could be a part of their film production, because I would just be, like, <laughs> like, actually, I'd probably be pretty relevant just standing there and, like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Um, but, I mean, I'm kind of on the same boat as you guys. I, I expected this name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how they actually sourced the U of A linguistics department and the Oxford Dic- Dictionary on the word elks over elks. I appreciate that as a academic myself. So well done yeah. to the organization. Um, as far as like the logo, I'm kind of in agreement with JMO about the cartoonish look. I wish the antlers were a bit more intricate, intricate, and like wrapping around the helmet. Yeah. I think that would look just bomb like (laughs) see i like the logo because if you look at the antlers it's the letter e yeah yeah oh there there's some like there's some really good design in there and i mean 
you know, I, you guys are too young. Um, but I will say this, like when you saw the Milwaukee Brewers famous glove logo, which is, if you look at it, you don't know, it's an M and a B, but it looks like a baseball glove. Montreal Expo's logo, when it first dropped, people went, hmm, what, okay, can you explain it? And then you, you sort of, you tell them what to look for within it. The Hartford Whalers logo yeah. is seen as, as some of the best sports logo design ever. And it's all about the negative space, mm-hmm. right? And, and the stuff that you can't immediately pick up. But then when you have someone say, no, 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 you, do you see it? Where, you know, look at this. Um, those things, but it takes time. All of this takes time. Like out of the box, um, in it, and when I say takes time, I mean, who knows how it's going to age? I mean, we can't. Look, the double E, I'm very proud mm-hmm. of it. I have, uh, you know, I worked there for the time I was there. I wore that logo pretty much every day to work. I have two gray cup rings. I have helmets with the logo on it. But when you think about classic design, it, though, I mean, it was a pretty simple interlo- two interlocking E's. It's what those E's stood for. Right. That, for me, is, is as much as the thing, the, the, the actual visual thing. It's what did those stand for? And, and, the, you know, for the Edmonton football team, or now the Elks, um, it was success, on-field success. It was a strong, very strong commitment to the community. It was community-owned. It was, I mean, you guys know what all of the sort of touch points are. And so, for me, it, as much as the, the whatever, you know, that we're going to fall in love with that Elk logo, and that'll, it's what it means, and what does it mean to the fans? Yeah, I- See, I see that logo right now, and I think Cabela's. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm not saying it's not cool, but no, that's but where my mind goes. Exactly. I had someone message me today going, that looks like it's a, um, and not not in a necessarily a bad way, but like a parts dealer, like for a, like, a, you know, like a heavy machinery or something. Oh, okay. And I thought, God, I hadn't even thought of that. Like, like a John okay. Deere. Yeah, like, and okay, that's that's fine. I mean, I don't know every logo out there by any stretch, but there are people that go, oh, hey, wait a minute. I mean, hey, we got PCL construction in our city that basically that was the old, you know, it looked very much like the EE mm-hmm. logo, right? PCL, the green and gold, it's, you know, there's enough sort of touch points and commonality there, but um, it, it, it just takes a while um and you know you look at look at teams that have gone back into their past to bring something forward that they thought like you know just pull a name like the i don't know uh let's well the milwaukee brewers that hat you know the the logo they went oh that's that's so outdated let's get rid of it and then they did and then they went oh that was good right (laughs) you know so yeah, I just let you know, let this let this sink in is would be my advice. And at the end of the day, it's the city you're playing for. The name's important, don't get me wrong, but it's the city. Those colors are absolutely essential. They are as much of the DNA of that franchise as, as anything, in my estimation. And uh, you know, uh, opposing fans will soon learn to love or learn to hate the Elks just like they hated the other. <laughs> <laughs> Being on the bench and and hearing what people said about the team uh, under the old name and in, in, at old uh, Taylor Field and Ivor Wynn, um, they'll soon hate Edmonton. It doesn't matter what they're called. Right. And soon enough, we'll all love the name when they're announcing us as Grey Cup champions, and that's the name of the team. Like that, that you know, like that's the, it's funny, right? Like that, I, I, I don't want to 
overplay it. But I mean, that's the thing. If you have, if you're winning, people like your team or like your name, all of a sudden it doesn't become such a big deal. Right. So, so we'll see how that plays out. Sure. So, and even, you know, Jamo was saying, talking about all the other teams that have come in, like the Golden Knights and the Kraken, but don't forget the Red Blacks. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone said, what a terrible name that yeah. was. And now it's when you think Ottawa, you think Red Blacks. You don't think Rough Riders anymore. No. And, and, and you, know, I mean, you, know. you remember when they, uh, and, and they were going to bring out the helmet with the plaid, the wraparound yeah. plaid, and they, they weren't able to get it to field. But, you know, it was like, oh, this is too much. Well, now it just, it's part of the, it's just part of the fabric. Yeah, and I and and we quite like it. So I, I think that's that's fair. And, and, and I just want to add one other thing: the the old name, "Life Before the Elks," <laughs> that really. But outside of the marketing and the branding and rebranding they did in my '96, have I got that right, or my '97? This is the first year. Yep. Okay, for the polar bear, you were really boxed in by the yeah. previous name. You were by and by boxed in. I mean, where could you take that name and that brand? Right. I mean, I was there when we used the igloo as the tunnel, like an actual, yeah. I mean, you know, like an inflatable igloo to have the players run out. Um, okay. Nobody seemed to bat an eye, and I shouldn't say no, but like there may have been complaints. I just wasn't aware of it, but that was part of the, okay, we, we have this name, and we've only got a couple of sort of touch points that we can, we thought we could use. Um, and so, but beyond that, what are you, where are you going to take that name in terms of merch, in terms of, you know, you can shorten it masks and they did, of course, we, we know that. Um, but okay, where, where do you go? Right. You know, you can't, you can't sort of have it kind of cascade out from the name and have it live. And, you know, maybe it's a, an area like in the red blacks were able to turn, you know, they, they've branded with all of the stuff they've got around logging and the, and the cutting of the wood chips and all of that stuff. They've made it live other places with the old name. It just kind of sat there. Couldn't really animate the logo. Couldn't bring it to right. life. It's too easy. Well, and this really, I think, uh, I think you make a great point, Jamo. They can go so much farther with this, um, and you even saw it today with the the new hashtag, right? Elks Charge. Well, that's that's one way you can yeah. go. Now, there's a whole bunch of hashtags. You they could have said join the gang of elks. You could have been like, there's so many th- antlers. Antler, up. Uh, yeah, we've seen that before. Antlers you know, up. yeah, you know. Uh, out of the forest like there's there is so many sell, ways you can do that you can sell drinks at the rock oh. <laughs> i mean I, you know what i'm saying like you know in winnipeg they've got the rum yes. hut there in the end zone or wherever it is and yeah i mean you can have the rock hut and, you know that's amazing <laughs> yeah but you, you can go places yeah. with it and i think mike's point you can have some fun now, okay, now now the, the logo can come to life and it can do things and now you can animate and, and then that opens up uh, opportunities for you on social media, in stadium with the scoreboard that I, I you know, um, I don't want to complain about the, uh, the previous name because it, it seemed to suit them just fine at the time. Um, but I think they get creative. They can have some fun with yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Kayla, you were talking about the logo. Um uh, just kind of segueing from that, because when I first saw the logo on the field, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure. But then I went to the merch store 
<laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I was like, oh, I'm so in. I love, like, there was a couple of shirts that I'm like, oh, ring it up. I'll take that because that's, I've been waiting for new stuff to come and this is what's going to happen. Uh, and I have at least two new shirts on their way to me, uh, hopefully tomorrow. And uh, I mean, I, but there was a couple of them that I'm like, oh man, that is awesome and they even have one where they have edmonton elks across here and then they've got the antler coming across the front of the chest and yeah i i I told my wife that you know i only got two and i think i deserve a gold star because it could have been at least 15 (laughs) like easily like you know what father's day is coming well you know it could have been just put one of each in there like that (laughs) could have been i'd have been fine with that but um yeah and you know the, I'll say this about the the field logo. I mean that was on steroids. Absolutely. I mean that, that was you never have it that like it was so big and it, I mean it still had clarity and it was still very well rendered. But it was so big. Like if you you know when you think about God, I, I laugh at this because when Hugh Campbell was there, the only thing that was allowed on a field, he eventually sort of buckled under, you know, the, the progress, um, was the lines of the field itself. Okay. So there was no Edmonton and asks in the end zone. There was none of that. And we finally, and I might've even come after when Rick Lawlisher was in charge, we're like, Hey, why don't we go crazy? What do you think we put our logo at center field? And it was like, Oh, Whoa, hold on. (laughs) And you're like, uh, everybody in football is doing it with the exception of us. Like we're, I mean, we were the last in CFL. Certainly I can't speak for the NFL, but I mean, that was, you know, the NFL has the shield and, you know, or whatever they do. Um, but we, they were, they were the holdouts. I mean, and some of it was grass. And, but then once you got into the field turf, you were like, no, we can do anything we want. It's just plastic. We can hose it down and add things. And you can put, and some people don't like it. I'm not a big fan of the European hockey jersey kind of approach to aesthetics when it comes to sports. But um, yeah, that was sort of like minimum standard. Let's get the double E at center field. And then they eventually did. And now you don't even notice it, right? Yeah. Well, and, and they've gone a whole bunch of ways with that. I remember like the Ricky Ray day where they had the 15 yard line, you know, marked out like the Normie Kwong, um, you know, 95 NW logo that Mike, you and I have a picture by. And it's like so many things that have come to pass since then that I'm, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I I cannot, well, I already know that I'm going to tear up, but they're going to do something for Joey when the fans can be back in there and they're going to do it on the field and it's going to be unreal, right? So there's so many things that they can do with that, that, that it's it's exciting. And I, like I said, I just think at first I was like, wow, I'm not sure about that. But then once you see it on other stuff, I, like you said, does it go on all this merch? Does it does it jump out? And I think it on yep. some of those things, it, it absolutely does. So. Did you did you think that more, Stuff. Kayla? After you saw it on other things, or was it is it still kind of? Oh, I don't dislike okay. it. No, I'm just checking. Yeah, it's just that's where my head goes. Is Cabela? Yeah, okay. <laughs> but my dad's a hunter. This is going to take yeah. some getting used to because I see these things repetitively in my household every day. So it's right. not that I dislike it, but again, moving away from this as the primary, that's the toughest part because this means more to me just this logo in itself not the name not anything else the colors and the logo in itself 
means so much to me that having to part ways with that as the primary, it breaks my heart, right. not going to lie. But yeah. like, it just takes time to recover from that kind of stuff anyway. And it's, it's not that I was surprised or like dislike the new stuff. It's just letting go of the past is hard. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I think they still have the option to use that EE more yeah. and more. If they find, they'll be doing focus groups. If they find that people like the, the new elk logo, but don't necessarily like it as much as the EE, they'll switch it around and maybe this yeah. will be the, you know, the primary again. So yeah, who knows? They have that option at least. Yeah. So. They, they, there's yeah. lots of options to go from for sure. Uh, Kayla, is there any comments there on, on the, the YouTube um, area that we can, or any questions or things that we might want to answer or address? Um, no real questions, mostly just like saying, you know, the excitement of the, the logo Tim even got an elk logo. Nice, awesome. Yes. yes. Um, Which, by the way, let's let's yeah, do a quick plug out for our friends at the Alouettes Flight Deck because I don't know if you've yeah, seen 100%. their merch as of late, but holy crap, there is some nice stuff. So uh, yeah, they've they've done well as well. Well, Montreal is a stylish yes, place, they, right? If they, they're they're going to make sure it's not just the basic. Yeah, that, Montreal rolls a little differently. <laughs> That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bill had something. Who's got the new words to the fight song? So do you think that they'll still keep the fight song yes. in and yes. move the words? Or I think they'll just add the word football at the end. Elks football. Right? That's still three syllables. Oh. And the Edmonton Elks football. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad, actually. Something like that, mm-hmm. right? You know, it doesn't have to be that. But it's something where they can just put a two-syllable word at the end of it, and it works. Oh, I like that. And a- apparently, uh, a couple of the primary logo hats are already sold out. Wow. I, I nice. can't say that that surprises me. Um, like no. I said, as I was going through the site, I was like, uh, yeah, I'll take that one, and I'll take that one, and I'll take that one. But then it was, mm-hmm. I realized, okay, well, I the one thing they didn't have on there was the, was the jersey. That said, no, not yet. That's on and purpose. I think that is on purpose. No. And I think you're going to see those as we get closer to training camp. And I've already, I got mm-hmm. my pennies ready for that. So that's, uh, yep. yeah. I wonder uh, my interest in, in the uniform will be, um, do they, do they go for a blend of classic, which they've done. I mean, I know that they've, you know, with the green helmet and the large oversized double E's and those kind of things. So there have been, there, there have been some change. Uh, or do you say, you know what, we're going to, we're, we're going to make, stay with the colors, but we're going to kind of blow this up a little bit. I, I, I'll be interested to see. And I, I know they dropped the, the, the key lines around the double E and they've changed the, the primary mark, right? They've taken out the black and the white, um, the drop shadow, so are they going to go to a single color number, mm. you know, just a, a straight up? Okay. I mean, that would, yeah. Uh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm curious where they're going to, and if it's, you know, does that elk uh, logo, um, does it live as a patch? You know, does it, you know, is it season one as the elk? Like, how do you, how do you wrap that oh. around? Or even if they're going to have the, the, the elk or the double E on the sleeve, or are they just going to have the lines, I, right? Like, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we, you know, when I was there, we did the, we sort of, well, we did a few things, um, but one, we hit the white jersey with the green shoulders and, and made, you know, the, the, the collar and played with it a bit. 
Um, but the number kit stayed the same, and right. I, I'll just be interested to see which way they go. Yeah, are they going to have ones that are all fuzzy now, like the elk? No, I'm kidding. Uh, that, was, uh, that's yeah. just, uh, that's just me being dumb. Uh, just give me shoulder numbers back. Just give me shoulder numbers. I'm big on the yes. numbers. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah I'm a fan of that. Just, I love I'm a fan of that as well. You know, the winter gear is going to be so much fun. <laughs> Got some hides going oh, yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. Uh, anything else on the comments there, Kayla? Uh, Tyrell said the elks roll off the tongue easier than the esks. Oh, well, well actually, yeah, yeah, I know we've all said that before when we're doing go elks go. Actually, that'd be a lot easier than instead of the the loud number of as everyone tries to yeah. do the other's name. So, <laughs> so that would be great. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good point. Excellent point. Brazilian tie with a big point. That's exciting. Um, oh, that's who that is. <laughs> wow. Oh. It's Noma's tie. Yeah, who's that? Yeah. All right. Well, it's good that he's good that he's on that. Um, well, that that's that's fantastic. And I mean, I I don't know about you guys. Um, and I think Jamo, you said this at the beginning. I'm just excited because it, it it's got to mean that we're close. It's got to mean that we're yes, 100%. we're we're getting yeah. there, right? And um, I am uh, that to me that that's the exciting part all in itself is that we're one step closer to being in those stands and cheering on the Elks and being part of the gang, and that to me is uh, is what we've all been waiting for. So uh, I'm I'm super excited mm-hmm. for for that part. So. That will be amazing. So let's uh, let, we'll take a really quick break for a uh, for an, uh, an ad here, and then we will come right back with some more fun and games. This episode is also brought to you by ATB Cares. With ATB Cares, giving is easy. Donate through ATB Cares, and ATB will match twenty percent of every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities, maximizing the impact of your donation. Visit atbcares.com to choose your cause and donate today. And we're back. Neat, right? So that's the fun part is when we rip off this uh, audio to do to, to put the podcast out because uh, I forgot to announce that off the start. We are this is how we are now doing the podcast. Uh, we will record it live Ooh. on YouTube and then we will put out the audio afterwards so that uh, you know you can watch it now or you can uh, you know listen to it later. There will be lots of and all of a sudden. I feel like I'm Hans and Franz. Watch it now or listen to it later. Yeah, um, but um, we will we will have some fun with that um before we get into a couple of other little news items uh super fan the team is not the only one that went through a name change today um and i believe you have some things that you need to tell us about yeah so um obviously the history um segment uh, had to have a change since it was integrated with the old name of the yeah. team. Uh, so we're now we are going to be known as the Edmonton Football History, and that's history with double E's awesome. at the end. Love it. Um, will be the segment. So, um, you know, I even did a little something with um, if this is actually going to work. We'll see. Oh, it this did. Day. Look at that. Look at it's that. Fa- okay, hang on. I'm going to just go to you so that we can actually see this in a nice big full sure. screen. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Hold. Hold, please. And I will remove the uh, the 200 logo so that's not causing an issue for you. There we go, super fan. Go ahead. Does that look work? at look at yes, it's lovely. Oh, so I mean, this fantastic. is the name itself, but I thought it did sort of fit. Um, it is. Hopefully that, that works a little bit. Um, 
So, yeah, I thought that it would be a good time to sort of talk about this is not the first time that the team has used this name. Um, I've heard a lot of people talking about it, and everyone seems to have a different understanding of the history. Of course, yes. Of the team itself. So uh, I thought I'd just go over a little brief bit as sort of the inaugural segment of the Edmonton football history. Um, I'm going to have to work on how we're going to pronounce that. But, you know, you get oh, the idea. So, I lo- so can we go history, history? Can we do that every time? No. Oh, all right. Fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard <laughs> no. <for my> uh, <laughs> only if it's off. So um, one of the nice things is uh, on October 16th in 1922. So coming on 99 years ago, the team did change its name to the Edmonton Elks. Uh, and the main reason is because their number one sponsor was the Elks Club. Uh, that's who kind of helped pay for their jerseys. Uh, they actually helped them get to the Grey Cup because they did go to the Grey Cup in 1921 and again in 1922. And that's back in the day when everyone had to go by train and there wasn't really an easy way for them to get there otherwise because uh, it cost a lot of money when you're sending, at this point, maybe 30 people um, to the, the Grey Cup itself. So uh, because the Elks Club was such a big sponsor, they decided to name themselves after that uh and they changed their colors so the colors were purple and white because that is the colors of the elks club sure so we have been blue and white up until that point uh for the majority of the time anyway um so yeah that was sort of the the impetus of that change so uh so there's a nice shot of the club itself this was taken in october of 1922 so just before the name change uh i've yet to find a picture of them wearing their new elks jerseys uh and even the newspapers at the time would sort of bounce back and forth between calling them the elks and the eskimos so uh like i said this is the team that went to the gray cup Uh, for those that sort of like the names there there are the list of everyone that was on there some of the names may be familiar to some of the history fans out there like mo lieberman uh jimmy enright um was one of the guys, uh, Deacon White was the longtime coach, uh, uh, Doc Dunsworth. Uh, Jimmy Enright was the captain. He was injured for most of the season, so he didn't get to play. And Doc Dunsworth, their sons both played for the team in the late 40s, early 50s as well. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of cool. So they did actually win. There was only a, a two-game season that year uh, in the regular season. We, we started off by beating the um, Saskatoon Quakers in the preseason. <laughs> Wow. This is back when there was there was teams in every province, right? You had right. several teams in Winnipeg or Manitoba. You had several teams in in uh, in Saskatchewan, and you had several teams in Alberta. So um, we would play against the Green and Gold in the University of Alberta, or we would play against the Calgary Tigers. Um, but we did actually win out uh, the entire season. We did we went undefeated, and uh, we went to the Grey Cup, and that's what the Grey Cup program look that year you'll notice that uh, out east they're a little slow with getting the news so they still went (laughs) with the old name um but we did quite well um we had uh really great performances from two different players we had uh, george shyman who was what they called a snapback back in the day uh which is not what we'd call a center but he was center on both offense and defense so he would be sort of a i guess you'd call it a middle guard later on mm-hmm. and then uh, jack fraser was our halfback and also punter and he scored the only point in the first half so we led one nothing uh at that point the queen's coach was quite upset with his team so he kind of chewed them out and then they came back and scored 13 unanswered points so we didn't do as well but um this is back in the day this is only the second year that we played with a center wow. up until that point oh, wow. 
up until yeah. 1920, you played with um, what was called a scrimmage battery, which was three people. So one person would heal the ball back, and two people, their job was to hold him up. They were called props. And they would hold the, the, the center guy up, and he would kick the ball back to the quarterback or the halfback or whoever. Wow. So this is all very new, especially out west. Um, so this, because we were playing with 12 men aside instead of the 14, we were allowed to compete in that 1921 Grey Cup, and then from that point on. So, unfortunately, we, like Dave Stevenson's offense. Yeah, pretty much. Eh? <laughs> nice. <laughs> unfortunately, we did, of course, lose that game. And you'll see, even in the Edmonton Journal, they still went back to that old name just because old habits did die hard. So. That's a little bit unfortunate, but uh, now we're back to the new Elks uh, 99 years later. Oh, see? Yeah, that logo's cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think they can do a lot. I like the logo you got there, that too, though. That This day yeah, that's history is awesome. Yeah, Tyler has actually given me uh, about 12 different possibilities for the <laughs> football history, and they're all amazing. So it's been hard for me to be like, well, I like this one more than that one. So I gave him just sort of, he said, just look at it then don't look at it for a while and then come back a day or two later and look at it again and what does your eye draw to so i picked about three he's gonna mock those three up and we'll uh, have that announced probably in the next week or two. Oh, that's fantastic uh, that's, that's probably awesome a complete there. surprise to him but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well you know it's good to good to keep him on his toes um yep. uh, i mean I, I think the main point of this is uh new name same great stories and that's yep, the part that uh, that's the part that everyone is looking hey. forward to anyway hey. We consider that 1922 Grey Cup team a member of our history, and it was with a different name than the other. So if right. we consider that part of the history, then we have to consider the new one as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well that That's fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you, Superfan. I, I I love it. I love that it's back and that we have uh, new and fun things to look at. That's that, that's always awesome. That's, that's amazing. Um now, before we go, we do have a couple of news items that we should probably uh, talk about. Uh, let's talk about the team extending Brian Walker, which I'm sure Superfan was oh. very excited about. <laughs> Huge fan, yeah. Walker yeah. was outstanding when he you know, came in for Unamba, who was injured, and then he moved into the defensive halfback spot. And he can just sort of play all over that field, and, and he's, he's a hitter, so it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm very excited to have him back and I'm hoping I can get him on the show before too long uh, because he seems like a chatty guy. Um, Also, Jonathan Rose, who's doing his own podcast. So he already knows podcasting. So you should have him here. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. Um, Oh, Superfan just became a big S. Neat. Okay. So there you go. Now (laughs) it's back. Yeah. Okay. We had, uh, I'm like, wait a second. He says, what? He just turned into an S. It's a, I mean, S for Superfan, I get it, but still. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, the draft did happen. Um, d- Mike um, and or JMO, did you follow any of that as far as the draft is concerned? I have to confess, um, not, I mean, I, I paid attention, obviously. Um, the, the company I work for is kind of invested in the a draft little. Yeah. itself. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't... Um, you know, the draft was, I have to, you know, again, I, I was spending a fair bit of time worrying about where Chuba Hubbard was going to end up down south right. uh, and some of the other great Canadian players who were applying their trade down uh, down in the U.S. Um, and, and, the, and the Canadian Football League draft is one of those things that, you know, occasionally there'll be someone who, you know, garners you know, considerable attention with a high pick, you know, first overall pick or whatever. But I always feel 
like the CFL draft is like an investment, that it may not be year one or two, and we're talking O-linemen here. Um, and so I, I kind of, you know, I don't get it caught up. I mean, there's not a ton of hype around it, but, you know, I also, when I worked there, uh, understood the importance that of, you know, when you um, have a high draft, I'm not talking to me, Tree Sumpus here in the draft day yeah. trade. I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, that it's important because you could be getting a kind of a, a, a mainstay, a pillar for your team for a number of years. Well, and you look at guys like Kwaku Boateng, who, yes. you know, fifth round, but I mean, he's right. he's definitely one of the pillars of the team now, right? So that, that that's Absolutely. a big deal. Um, so I have the list just so that we can kind of quickly glance through them. Um, so uh, Edmonton picked five overall to start, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they surprised everyone by taking a gentleman named Cole Nelson, uh, who was a defensive lineman out of the U of A. Now, I assume that that would be because there was a little more knowledge being that he was close to home. Uh, but one of the things that I have seen overall is that he probably would have been available later in the draft too. Like maybe. I, I, you know, maybe. Um, maybe, but the one thing that I will say, um, and I think we've learned this through even doing this pod, uh, that, Brock's been pretty good with drafting, <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm not uh, I, I'm not going to slag his pick at all. Yeah, he, like I mean, he's I, I'm sure he himself would say, you know, and I know I've had him on my show where he goes, "Well, I, we don't want to win free agency; we want to win great cups," and that's that's what you want to hear him say. But it, the record needs to show that when it comes to free agency and, and attracting players to Edmonton, he's done a hell of a good job. Um, and I think in terms of drafting, uh, you know, you're, you're going to get misses and you're going to get hits. But, you know, I think with the, with the player coming out of the U of A, they know both the player and they know how he was coached yes. and who coached him. And that's really important. You know, what yeah. kind of a system are you coming from? And obviously the Chris Morris, and I know Tom Higgins is there. And, you know, they, they, they're, they're no surprises coming out of the Golden Bears program. Um, and, and, you know, so I'm sure they felt a high level of comfort with that. Yeah, I, w- I would have to think so. And I mean, they're they're just building that defensive line for down the road too. Like it's not, you know, like it's already going to be a strength on the team. You want to keep it as a strength. So have have these guys that'll learn from those other guys, right? So um, I'm going to be very interested to see actually because he is, uh, I believe he's middle. Uh, what did they say here? I'm just going to double check there. Um, it's defensive tackle. Defensive yeah. tackle. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And so when you have guys like Evan Machabroda that's coming back from 100%. Saskatchewan that is in that same position, or now they building depth by having Nelson that could be a guy that could step in as well and they could rotate even. Like, I think there's some, there's definitely a, a building process there for, for picking it right, right, right when they did. Uh, in the second round, which is 14th overall, they pick up linebacker Grant McDonald, um, which from what, I, he's a 6'3 linebacker. From what I've heard though, is that there? This this might be one of those guys that they look at for future down the road as a safety. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very quick guy. So that that I mean, hey, we'll take that. And and he was another great program down in Calgary, right? So right, they they've got some ability to know what what's going to happen with guys like that. Uh, third round, a running back Deontay Glover, uh, who's coming out of Shepherd University, which I really don't know that much about, um, but a 2,000-yard season, 
<laughs> so, so pretty good. That. I mean, yeah. these are first from. Oh, that's two years. Sorry, that's two years. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, uh, 2018 and 2019, 2,000 yards and 28 touchdowns on the ground. Okay. Wow. That's a few. So yeah. you know, right there, you're 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 looking at, and and what I always love about football is you can be drafted in a position that doesn't mean you're playing it. Uh, right. You know, it says on your business card, defensive end. Okay, and- sure. That was then. Now we need you to do this. And and I, I always found that fascinating. You know, a player gets drafted because of what they did. Let's, you know, in this case, like a running back. And then you go, ah, you know what? You're returning kicks. And you might carve out a nice place for yourself. And I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole of talking about <laughs> finding kick returners in Edmonton because we could be here a while. But... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you, okay, yeah, you were running back and, you you know, you worked in that system and you had some success. Okay, but now we need you to do this over here, you know, and that's always um, that's always a, an interesting thing with football. Well, and this guy did have like 50 receptions for 500 yards um, okay. in 35 games. So is that the guy that comes in that maybe steps into a slot back role or steps into a halfback role and is able to, to peel off to do those types of things, right? You never know, but like, you're right. You never know where they, where they end up. Uh, fourth round, uh, wide receiver, Dominic Johnson. And I'm assuming that that again is just building some depth more at the Canadian receiver position. Cause we always have at least one, if not a couple going on there. So that makes sense. Plus he's also got, uh, the connection with, uh, draft pick last year. Thomas Jack Cordelis from Buffalo. Oh, so that's right. The university, same university, and for that matter, so did Natea Jay. So, yeah, you know, so, we like yeah. Uh, Buffalo. We do. Yeah. Do you look at? Do you see Kayla's face just bream up? Yeah, no, that just like right, right up there. Yeah, because oh, now it is like a video podcast, so people could see that happen. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, fifth round, uh, offensive. That now we finally pick our offensive lineman, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Like when to go five rounds, and then you're picking your O line guy, uh, Peter Cortis out of St. Mary's, six uh, six hey. offensive lineman. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. We've had some good luck with uh, St. Mary. I mean, that's where Hector Pothier went. He was a pretty good oh, offensive yeah. line. He did all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we have a couple that are just kind of coming into their own uh, on the line right now, right? You've got well, you got David Beard that's now been the longest serving Eskimo. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Elk. You know, mm-hmm. that, on the team. Okay. Uh, see, Long you know we're going to slip green it up. And gold in more ways than one. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we've got, you know, him coming up. So um, I, I think that, you know, you've, now you start building for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sixth round and our last pick was defensive back Keenan Clark um, and uh, 5'11 defensive back. Um, so he's, uh, again, got a little bit of speed there with uh, and looking at 15 total tackles as a DB. That's uh that's not bad. That probably means either they're not throwing a whole lot to you or when it's coming your way, you're taking that guy down. Yeah. yeah. So, so not, not a bad draft overall. I was, uh, I, it's funny because usually I feel like I know some of the players a bit more and this year it's just so disconnected because there really wasn't that combine and there wasn't that build up right. the same way. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see because now we'll have basically two draft classes, uh, coming in and, and challenging. So, uh, training camp is going to be very interesting that way. Plus the, uh, European or the, uh, Global players. Yeah, Yeah, so we're going to, yeah, tons of players to choose from. Poor commissioner is going to be like, how many names do I have to remember again? All of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Here come the nicknames. Okay. Well, we'll we'll work on that. Uh, another thing that I got two other things I want to talk about. One is the annual general meeting went on um, that uh, a couple of weeks ago where uh, people did think that they might announce the name there, uh, but wasn't exactly the right place, especially when you're looking at uh, the team posting or having to announce they, they post a $7 million loss. Um not terribly surprising over the last year. Um, and uh, I think that I think if you want to take a good news out of there, it sounds like they didn't really have to get too far or at all into that uh, rainy day fund for right. even with that loss. So pretty straightforward there. Now let's talk about the more exciting things and looking forward. Um, Jamo, do we start football on August 5th? Yes. And I say that okay. with more um, sort of force than I might have, but I did see the release coming out of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders earlier today about their announcement about having fans back at Mosaic. And so mm-hmm. it tells me that, you know, we are inching, maybe more than inching now, towards a return of normalcy, whatever that's going to look like. Right. But, yes, August 5th to me feels more doable. And I wasn't this bullish even a couple of weeks ago. Sure. And I think some of that is the residue of being as disappointed as I know you guys are, were, and, and your, your viewers and listeners by how everything went down. And, it, and, and candidly, it, it felt like there were missteps made by Randy or the CFL. And it just felt kind of botched but you know what they weren't alone in terms of industries or governments if i can be honest that that didn't exactly nail it but put that aside now um it's just feeling a lot more like okay this can get done what's it going to look like i you know i i i'm not i'm not uh, knowledgeable enough on what the situations are in, in all of the various jurisdictions but you know things are going the way they are in our province I would suspect you're going to either get, um, you know, I don't know what the number will be, the threshold, but there will be people going through turnstiles at Commonwealth when they put the ball in the air. Now, does that mean it's capped at ten or 12,000 or whatever? I don't know that. but mm-hmm. And you can just see even watching the NHL games, what it, you know, you saw small crowds, and then you saw them obviously get to where they are in the U.S. or most of the states where the games are being played, and even having 2,500 in Montreal. For a game recently like what that was like you just can't replicate human noise you can have all the electronic yeah. stuff and you can all of that stuff and it may be a small crowd but you know um god love them they're making noise and and so yeah i'm i'm, I'm feeling uh very good about uh seeing the cfl back where it should be out on the field awesome super fan do you feel the same yeah, I think with the announcement today as well from the government that we we're going to see those second vaccinations happening, mm-hmm. um, when you can start having numbers where we're going to be at, you know, touch wood, 70% having at least the first vaccine probably in the next week or two. Yeah, I right. mean, that's you're going to start seeing like some sort of herd immunity numbers possibly happening, right? They talked about right. you needed to be 70, 80% of your population. Um and like they they were jamming the lines like if you wanted mm-hmm. to book just for people over the age of what was it 68 or something or 58 or 60 something like that mm-hmm. um there were 44,000 people in the queue yeah like it was insane how many people are looking so they're looking at getting these vaccines and if you can have 60% of your population vaccinated that's all from to fill yeah. 
Commonwealth Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. I think they might have it so that because some of the other provinces aren't maybe near to his head, we might be getting a lot of home pro home games at the early stages of the of the right. you know August September, and then we might yeah. be playing October November maybe more out east. So you mean so we'll get all the nice hot games? Yeah, <laughs> and the cooler that games does. will go somewhere else. I can't say I'm going to complain about that, yeah. other than the fact that you know chili in a bread bowl is much more fun when it's a little chilly outside. But well, still, September, September maybe. See, those are good anytime. See, so that's that's what that's what we There's like. my bright side. Exactly, uh, Kayla. How are you feeling about it? And and how I I actually want to ask you too. Like, how are you feeling? Like with because you're the youngest out of all of us. <laughs> And uh, and the timing as far as the vaccinations and all those things go, how how are you feeling about the? Uh, do you think it'll be August fifth, and how do you feel about that? I don't know. I I'm probably the most pessimist out of all of you, <laughs> even though I'm the youngest. <laughs> I, I I don't want to say pessimist. Maybe more real. I want to bask in the happiness of just today, and you know I'm at the point where. I'm not upset anymore. It's, it is what it is. But I'll believe it when I see it. Like, okay. obviously, I want it to happen. But it just with everything that's gone in, in his in the past and whatever and vaccinations or not, I just I'll believe it when I see it. We'll that's see how all. the Calgary okay. Stampede goes. So is that going? <laughs> That's oh, why going. these numbers are happening in oh. the first place in Alberta. Oh, see, Absolutely. they they moved the um the expo, the Calgary Expo again. So it's just like, oh, I'm never gonna get my nerd on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll get it. Oh, you'll get it. Yeah, but you hang out with the, us nerds like every couple of weeks, so that's uh, you got a little bit. Of, I mean, different nerd on. I get it, but still, <laughs> you have no idea. I'm watching Stargate Atlantis right now, and I'm just like, I have no one to talk to about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Well, I I think the main part of the whole thing is, um, and I know, and I I want to thank um. Uh, CBC Radio for having Mike and I on earlier yeah. today, and I I did say at the time, you know, um, the 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 biggest part for me is now we don't have to hear you need to change the name, you need to change the name. We don't have to hear when is the name coming, when is the name coming. It's now the name is out. We know what it is, and let's get back to talking football let's talk about the guys on the field let's talk about the games let's talk about getting together to watch right. a game and uh and and we're getting to that point and, and I, I i must say i think out of out of all of the emotion that i had today that was the emotion that just came through to me it was just we're we can get we can move forward. There isn't yep. this stumbling block that we always have to have some type of negative press. It, this this is positive, and uh, and now we can just keep going in a positive manner. Um, yep. There's one comment on here that needs to be read. Yes, oh. please. <laughs> By unseen stranger, God oh. love you. I don't. The know. Elks will show the rest of the country what it means to have herd immunity. Oh. 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 <laughs> Extra points. I don't even know who yeah. that is, but that is fantastic. And do we have time for one more question? Yes, of course we do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jamo first. No, no, no. It, it, that beats rut hut. Herd immunity is is <laughs> of the moment, and it's it's funny. It's funnier than rut hut. Yes. I don't know, man. That rut hut. That just got me right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
just a bunch of plastered people doing shenanigans. Yes. That's all yes. I see yes. at the Red Hut. Isn't and that what hilarious. CW is, really, at the end of the day? Isn't that what CW <laughs> is? <Yeah. laughs> Yay for shenanigans. Okay, what oh, was the other good. question then, Kayla? So Bill posted a question. Do we have some sort of unretirements now that the season looks possible? Oh, unretirements! Like you think people coming back? Coming out? Yeah. Yeah. Back. I mean, we've already had mm-hmm. one with uh, our new star running back. So, I, I to some degree, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was retired. He yeah. got unretired yeah. assignment. So that's true. Yeah. But um, like now, now right. that it's looking more possible for football. I, I think you'll see guys take. I mean, and, and some people had to leave the game because they had to get on with their lives and had opportunities right in front of them that they couldn't hold off any longer. But you know, there may be somebody who says, "Okay, I'm in a position where I can step away from this gig, whatever it may be, and continue to um, play the game that I love." And and I don't think the numbers are going to be huge, but yeah, you may see a few people wander back and. You know, once teams, what can we almost, uh, you know, set our watches to? There will be injuries. And we all know the call goes out. I mean, you guys um, uh, may remember Malcolm Frank left the game for three years. Yeah. Was a teacher and then came back and was one of the best DBs in the the league. Picked it up like, oh, riding a bike. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, football has has a pull, a lure, you know, and someone may go, yeah, you need some help. Yeah, I can come back. I'm in shape. I'll I'll jump in, or somebody that goes, I'm, I'll get I'll get to that job. I can go back to it. I still I still think I've got some game. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to when Giz says, "Yeah, I'll do it again." Because he still could. <laughs> Holy crap! Good lord, that guy. He could just. There are put- still people <sighs> that wonder why he can't return kicks. Still, and I go, well, what about Winston October and Donnie Ashley and all those people? And they're like, yep. not as good. I go, well, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. Have you seen Giz lately? I, I, oh, I wouldn't yeah. want to try and tackle him. I could tell you that. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Hey. No. Um, on, on actually, on a on a converse side to that, I'm curious mm-hmm. to see when it gets closer to um, actual training camp if we see some more guys that say you know it's been a year and a half and i i kind of don't i don't know if my body's up for it again or or i don't know if i really want to get up for it again as much as maybe we have a few guys walking back in we may have a few guys that are like you know what i i need to kind of move on too like you're right jamo there is a lure there but i i wonder if we might see a little bit on both sides oh i think um you know, over the time I was was doing what I was uh, used to do with the club, you know, you go to training camp and you uh, a player who may, you know, sort of near the end of their career or a guy who was, again, maybe trying to catch on. Maybe one last, you know, I'm going to pull a name out of the hat. Keith Stokes, let's just okay. use that one, comes to camp. Or when Kahari Jones came to camp with the Eskimos. And you can just see how much work it takes to reignite both their skills and the drive to do it. And I'm not saying both those guys were great players in their time, but you get to a point where you go, this is a lot of work. I remember talking to a guy when the, at the Ricky Ray night. So we gathered after and did some photos and, you know, and drinks were had. And I remember one <laughs> of the guys saying, who was still playing with the Eskimos, but he joined us for a couple of beverages. And he said, you know how hard it is to keep in this kind of shape? And he wasn't being, like he just said, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard work. 
to to do this and go out and get hit a lot. You know, you're, you're being hit. That's your job. It's not always fun. Mm-hmm. Well, and the mental you know? capacity that goes with that too, right? Just oh. especially over this year of not knowing and you're trying to yeah. stay physically fit, but you're, you don't know what the future, I mean, it's the same for the rest of us, but these guys have that double whammy on them. I've, I, I've had some guy over the years, people explain to me, football's a weird thing. <laughs> it's really strange in this respect. <laughs> Hockey players can get together and they do. NHL players, they, the guys that go to Kelowna, they all live there. The guys that live down in Ontario, they can gather, you know, Mitch Marner and Connor McDavid and a few other guys, and they're all, you know, the best of the best, can gather at a rink on a Saturday afternoon and right. play hockey, actually play hockey. Right. Basketball players do that at gyms all over North America and like, you know, Raptors and Lakers and they get together and they're never, they're always playing. When do you play football? Like Trevor Harris can get receivers from the junior college and he can throw to them, but that's not football. That's guys in shorts. You know, yeah, you can have some DBs cover and you can do some stuff, but talk about getting, I mean, you don't just sort of grab how many on a field. God, I should know that, but you know what I'm saying? Like offense, defense, let's go. I mean, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. You can't. It's hard to replicate football. You're either playing it or you're not, and that's yeah, a weird season. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, it stops, and then like it's not. You know, with the hockey guys, they sort of take a week or two and kind of you know decompress, and then they're back out training and back out playing hockey. The basketball guys, they leave the NBA season, and then they're playing internationally or right. wherever else, right? And then they got the Las Vegas Summer League, and then that gets going. So they're always in game mode, but football, it ends. Everyone goes away, and their bodies are shredded, and they go, God, whew, you know, I need a break. And then they, they work out. They train, but then when does the hitting, like, right. and all of the stuff that is, you know, essential to the game of football, it's, it's not easy to start, stop, restart the clock. And so, you know, your point, I think, is well taken. Coming back after this long a layoff, how many people are going to go, you know what? I miss a lot of the game. I don't miss that part of it. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know what actually kind of made me think about that other than the fact that there's time and all those types of things. But mm-hmm. I was joking with Mike because I went to Costco the other night and uh, my cart was full. And the only person who had a cart bigger than mine was Matt O'Donnell, who was in the line next to me. <laughs> but, yeah. but Matt O'Donnell right now looks more basketball player than offensive lineman. Right. And you're like, okay, like there, there has been that year and a half, right? Um, not to say that he couldn't just get back in and, and do what he does. Um, but it just, it, it was kind of, it was one of those moments to me where I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like the, if you haven't been doing this the, the same all the time, then, you know, you're looking after your body because it's not really healthy to be 350 pounds or whatever it is. So, oh, no. you know, oh, so no. you're, you're looking after and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, well you maybe you maybe it would be a lot harder just to pick up and do that again. Right. So it's, uh, and that no slack on Matt at all, because uh, the the guy's a giant and an amazing offensive Mm -hmm. lineman, but it was just, yeah, it was, it was kind of an eye opener for me. Sure. Yeah. To think some of those guys, uh, was there any other questions on there, Kayla? Um, let's just have a look. See. So, Oh, Tim says thoughts on how potentially having no preseason games will affect the team. Yeah, it's very shocking. Yeah. yeah, I think that's exactly what might happen. Uh, well, and some of the players are saying there'll be more injuries because of that. 
But mm, I yeah. guess that depends on what they do scrimmage wise in training camp. Cause that's what the coaches are saying right. is that they'll have more scrimmages, right? Yeah. And those, you know, scrimmages are close. They can, you can get you close in terms yeah. of, of replicating a game, but um, you know, out under the lights in, in, um, and, and doing it in an exhibition game. And look, no, nobody has ever said, God, you know, I'd like more exhibition football. Like nobody in the world has ever said, <laughs> except a coach, right? Except the coach. I, I've the said players. that if, if there's soccer on, I'd much rather watch preseason football. Like, uh, but still, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the quality of the football, it's, it's sure. you know, and by the time preseason games, there aren't that many jobs they need to decide but it's an exercise and so on and so forth but um it's i i would feel the same way i i would and i i i think there may have been a story you know when the nfl when they couldn't do the otas and they couldn't do all of that stuff that was a real fear from players Mm -hmm. is like hey those first few weeks and i think some teams really got battered up like if i'm not mistaken the steelers took a lashing like they just got guys were going down and you know it was ankles knees and and everything else yeah, and I think that happened a little bit without those preseason games. So that yeah. that could play a role, absolutely for sure. And so another thing with preseason is there are some players that just they when the lights are on, that's when they yeah. excel. Right. I mean, we forget that Mike Riley made the BC Lions originally because of a preseason game. Mm-hmm. He that's was right. cut. He that's was yeah, essentially yeah. cut, and then he played that game, and he did so well they couldn't cut him. Without preseason, we're going to lose some of those kind of players, and who knows how good they'll be. I don't know if there was a player less interested in the exercise of preseason football that I saw than Terry Vaughn. Right. Terry Vaughn, you know, on a good day, he loathed practice. He only liked football when the lights were on, someone sang an anthem, and then he could play. Okay. The other stuff and exhibition football, I mean, man, I mean, being there on the bench and being around them, I mean, it was like, Woo, boy, just give us a little bit of care tonight, Terry. Just something to, to show us that, you know, you want to be here. But that's not, he's like, no, I get paid. I get paid the good stuff when the regular season starts. Wow. wow. And you literally and, get yeah. paid at that point. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, now you guys are yeah. just getting picky. I mean, seriously. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we all want football, but if you're going to have a longer training camp with no preseason, I mean, you can only do so much hitting on guys that are on your own team. True. Yeah, right. without hurting them. Yeah, that's the other part. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hurt your and, own guys. And in this yeah. day and age, there's no appetite, and nor should there be, for you know contact that isn't necessary. Right? Yeah, I mean, right. The, the CFLPA and the NFLPA, for that matter, I mean, they've, they've fought hard to say, no, 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 no. We're not exposing our players to more repetitive um, contact and certainly around the head. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, last question that I have just because we, uh, we, uh, are, are reaching our end time for sure. But so is it alcoholics, alchemaniacs? Oh, the alchemaniacs. Come uh, on now. Uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when the antlers come for you? Elk. That's no. right. That's right. Oh, exciting. No. See, did you like yeah. that? Yeah. Ah, there yeah, we go. I hadn't thought of that one. An elk Camino in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, that's going to on the front. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know that's showing up to the tailgate. Oh, Come on. Absolutely. absolutely. You know yeah. that is. You know, And I hope it does. Like with big yeah. antlers and the whole, like, do it. 
then do it proudly and and have some fun. I do have this. Does the fire truck, the little mini fire truck, yeah. return? Is it just rebranded? Does that still have a place? Oh, the little tiny one. I yeah. think it does. Didn't have I'm, anything to do with the old name, so I don't see why. That's it right. Didn't. And yeah, it has, okay. and it can oh, have the, it. it can have the yeah, EE logo, yes, and then you yes, could put you long. could put the the elk on the front of it too, and it's still and just the fire truck. Because we, I mean, they've got Quick Six or whatever it's called in Calgary. Yes. Do we yep. put a live elk on the visitor side? <laughs> is it running wild? I'm just saying. Just wow! Well, ideas. I was at Iverwin. We were we were at Iverwin, and I was with the team, and they brought a lion, a tiger out of yeah. some description. Yeah, tiger, and it was like, I mean, the tiger was disinterested. It was hot. Uh, it was sort of there was not like a ooh, a big you know work you know noise through the crowd it was just like why is this animal out on the field like what are we doing what why is this right you get it you're the tiger cats you don't need to actually show us a tiger cat we understand <laughs> yeah the the actual live elk that leads the team out onto the field right. like it's this is oh when we score a touchdown, you let him out and he runs through the opposing bench. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he runs Back through the opposing bench with his oh. with his antlers forward. Sure. That's okay, They're not but... trainable animals, are they? Are they the ones from the animal kingdom that you just go, okay, just let them be. It's let a, them be. It's a, it's a, we can make mini yeah. elks, can't we? Come on. Oh, they can genetically. Sure. That's great. Yeah. Oh, full, I'm just saying full size. Uh, oh, you're full size. Okay, yeah. You're, they well, got quick six. We got the angry elk. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Two and out just became an Elks podcast somehow. Right. I'm not sure how that worked. But we're going to have to do some uh, trading for uh, Fire Trucker and Angry Elk. I think we need the Angry Elk. Um, or, or or Big Red Trucker, as it might be, instead of... Uh, yeah. Right. I know, Jedi's going to kill me for that. Anyway, yes. um, thank you, JMO, for coming to talk with us. Oh, and. Be on the pod. It. I mean, it's always awesome. But uh, we. I love the fact that you were there when we were doing the old PR, and now the new PR is coming out, and we we're you know we're getting excited about right. it. So yeah, uh, no, it's great. Yeah. It's great to see you guys, and um, and frankly, you know, coming on and joining you guys is another sign for me that we're getting close. And and it's not you know we've talked in the off season before and and had you know lots of good conversation, but this feels like okay. You know, the the gang is back together again, and that's you guys, and it's all the people that watch and, and listen to this and take part in the uh, with the podcasts of all the teams across Canada. Um, because I, you know, and I've said this about you guys and with you guys uh, at its best, the CFL I think where it really sort of gets into you is with these communities, and I, I understand it's a bigger business than that, but the people that really keep the the fires burning our our you know turf district and the guys in ottawa and, and all of them and because it keeps the conversation going like it was pretty lean out there right for cfl talk right. and the fact that you guys would continue to come together and do the stuff you did and keep the the, the chatter going and the interest um is is really important you know it's not to be overlooked yes they can produce lots of great videos and all of that stuff it all matters like i i believe it's to market and to message and all that it's uh it's a buffet and it's a lot of it's podcasts like you guys do and it's uh, all the other things and social media traditional and, radio uh, traditional and, and, and tradition yeah it, it all it's just a big swirling thing and at the end of it 
hopefully you come out of it, oh, they're playing Friday night, I should be there. It sounds like fun. These guys are, you know, fun. They have a great tailgate. I'd like to be part of that community. That's kind of what I see out of all of this. Well, and that, and that's what we hope for. That's what we hope we can. We we hope yeah. we're allowed to do that soon. That would that would be very exciting. Yeah. Uh, Jmo, where does everybody uh, find you? Either uh, online to interact with you, or or where where do they hear you every day? Well, they they, they can hear me on TSN 1260 in Edmonton between noon and two uh, Monday through Friday, and uh, we do a lot of CFL talk when when warranted and when it's warranted, and it's warranted a lot. Uh, and you can also add Jamison1260 on Twitter. I don't do TikTok. Uh, I, don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's really good for anyone. Uh, I was so waiting and, to see you on TikTok. Now, yeah, I'm sure you were. I, you can find me. And I'm, you know, and, and text the show at 101260 and uh, uh, come at me, you know, uh, and join a long line of people that text and say, you're an idiot. But um, <laughs> that, that said, yeah. Uh, TSN 1260, noon to 2, Monday through Friday is where you can find me largely. Well, now that I know that they do that, I'm just going to text there saying you're my hero to balance it out. Just so that it's... I, I want you, don't believe it. Don't I, well, believe it. Uh, I, I'm putting a new picture on the wall. It's going to be Dave Jamo right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be fantastic. Uh, super fan, where does everybody find you and the brand new history area? Yeah, you bet. You can find me, as always, at 56 Sparkies. Still getting on there uh, fairly often. Yeah, uh, yeah you're killing it today. Good today, Lord, I could yeah, not keep up at all. Today, it's all over the place. <laughs> and then the history segment, so the Edmonton Football History, you can find it at EDM History, and that's H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. It's like you already practiced that. Well done. I've been doing it all day in front of the mirror. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> Commissioner, where does everybody find you these days? Uh, sporadically, I understand, but still. Yeah. Yes, well, yes, well, yes. I'm still there. Okay, <laughs> Just good. delayed, Just like always. <laughs> uh, on the Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. Perfect. Uh, and make sure everyone you are following pay it forward with football. Uh, they're getting yes. ready to do some big yeah. things soon for sure. Yep. Uh, there's lots of great shows coming out from the Canadian Football Podcast Network, and I'm sure they will have lots of opinions on the name. So check out all of the things there at cfpodnetwork.ca. And of course, make sure you check out all of the great shows on the Alberta Podcast Network. You can find that at albertapodcastnetwork.com. And then, of course, you can uh, follow us. Oh, look, I didn't even take the... T I'm still doing the Redux of the 200 episode. Um, but uh, we're, uh, find us at the Turf District. Uh, that's, of course, on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, we're, we'll obviously start to get a bit, bit more active again as we get towards uh, some type of training camp, some type of season, which we're hoping is right around the corner. It's, it's very exciting. Uh, and, of course, we hope to be back uh, very soon to talk more things Elks, which I love being able to say that now and uh, of course cfl uh, as we get closer and thank you to all of you that joined us on youtube tonight and uh, and for those of you that are listening on the audio version i hope that uh, you this is a, a good way that you could kind of match back and check back things and look at it uh, if you want on the youtube uh, but you can also uh, get the same news as we've done on the podcast all the time so uh, once again as always for jmo superfan mike and commissioner kayla i'm andrew remember you can't catch footballs with your face and we will absolutely talk to you very soon thanks for listening find more great shows like this at cf pod network on twitter 